On this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, oh boy, the door to the tavern is wide open and guests are flooding in. Get ready for a show filled with guests, good times, good brews. And hey, reminder, episode 100 is quickly approaching. So to get in for a chance to win your own Beer, Blues, and BS pint glass, all you got to do is a couple of simple things. One, subscribe to the YouTube channel for Beer, Blues, and BS. Two, share your favorite bit of our content to your Facebook page. And three, tag Beer, Blues, and BS in that post so we know you did it. Do those three things, and hey, if you do it by February 16th, guess what? On the 17th, we're doing a live drawing on episode 100, and you can get your own pint class. So make sure you do that. All that said, <laughs> welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues. And V Mark Kidder, for a cold beverage, porpoises, and your time with The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks! Okay? Oh, come on! Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer Blues and BS, the podcast that brings you as much joy as watching a toddler shock at a mommy. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here! As always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend. I think a little crazy tonight, and I don't know why, but he's the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing? Can we even say that on this show? Whatever the hell you said. I mean, can we even say that? I don't know. It sounds like a thing, and we don't need a thing on this show, because we don't need to get popular for a thing that isn't really a thing. I, I just mean, Kidder, if you've ever watched a toddler chuck at a mommy it's pretty funny and they think it's funny or at least mine does mm. it's got those little beans shooting everywhere you know hit me a couple of times and you just burst out laughing so yeah <laughs> you almost got dad should be shooting for dad <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. all right, get it. That's how she goes tonight. So, uh, yeah. it, it it seems we're we're encroaching on episode one hundred, and you know what that means? People start coming out of the uh, out of the woodwork. They want to be part of part of something I, big. I, I was gonna say, Kidder. I know we're doing some renovations on the tavern door, trying to you know rehide it and such. But we gotta talk to our contractor because he clearly left it wide open. So allow me to tell you, the audience, who's all on the show. I'm going to do this in order of how I learned that people were going to be on the show. Yeah. Although the person who was first is now taking a phone call because apparently that's more important than being on the show. So we'll come back to him. So number two, ladies and gentlemen, coming to us from somewhere in the great state of Iowa. He is the rudest of all rude boys. It is the return of rude boy, Kyle. Kyle, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, it's awesome to be back on the show, and uh, yeah, I'm glad to, uh, to to be here. And he's better. It's now. gonna be a good one. <laughs> it's already on fire. <laughs> the dumpsters yeah. rolling in the right direction. <laughs> also joining us from the little city across the river. That's right. It is the Triple B Brewmaster. The local geek is here as well. Derek, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I'm not near as hunchy as Kidder is. So the, that's the a, that's a high the bar. The, 
that has something that Bismarck never will. And of course, it's a beautiful city on the other side of the river. Thank you very much. I, I was going to say two more sketchy places than we got, but, um, you know, that hey, that's a teaser for later in the show. It'd probably be less because it's one, the whole city. All right. <laughs> also joining us after a long absence, but it's the return of the brother who we all care the greatest amount for. It is Brother Nico making his grand return to the show. How you doing? Hello, everyone. I am doing well. How are you? You better tone it down there. <laughs> simmer, mm. simmer down now. <laughs> yeah. Nope. And, Glad and to be back. Glad to be back. Thanks for having me. Did yeah. you get your uh, your shirt, by the way? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, yes. Good. And that yeah. shirt, uh, it, it, for those who have not seen that episode uh, where Brother Nico is wearing it on the merch store right now, it is the Triple B Can I Get My Money Back? Kidder original brother nico put together because uh, yes that just it just goes it, it slaps as the kids say these days i don't even know what that means it, it really ties the show together can also be used as a rug <laughs> i got rugs in the store bath uh, mats perhaps we got bath mats yep you can get oh, a bath nice. mat of a select variety lots of stuff on the merch store gotta gotta plug the merch store early and often beerbluesbs.com Click merch. Well, we, we need to at least plug it early. I don't know if we need to do often because with this many guests, it's uh it's gonna take us a while to get through some of these uh these, these topics. And we even have one more guest. He may join the show. He may just, you know, pull a usual disappearing act. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But Kinner, we should dive into this proper and get to everybody's favorite section segment. And that is to find out what's on tap. As you were saying that, the first thing I thought of, should I call up Farva and see what he's doing too? Because hell, we'll just make, make this. And then uh, we'll call up DK5000 and Brother Smalls. I mean, we, yeah, can have we can have up to 100 people in here. Yeah, uh, what's JS I, doing? He's got to have everybody plowed out by now. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, Kidder, we're like one JS gunslinger away from episode 100. I mean, <laughs> you know, we'll do this in a, like six more weeks, and, you know, everybody's going to be like, you guys did this already. <laughs> yeah, we've already told our funny jokes before. We understand that. So just stay with us through this episode and the rest of them from now until the end of time or the end of the show, whichever comes first. Or nuclear holocaust. All right, let's get on with the drinking. Uh, local geek, what's on tap for you? Because I know that you have some taps behind you, therefore tapping the tappity right in front of you and behind you. So tap it. Tap it to us. I am actually not having anything from my kegerator. What? Howard was kind enough to stop by my house last week, earlier this week, something like that. And uh, he dropped off one of these uh, distills wild sour key lime pies that I've heard yeah. so much about on this show. Yeah. So I'm going to have that some bitch open. I'm going to have one of those and uh, going to have it in the beer blues BS pint glass, which if I recall, you guys are giving one away for the hundredth episode. We are. Where is uh, where is that tasty beverage from there? 
It is the Distill Brewing Company. Uh, they are out of Normal, Illinois, I believe. Better than abnormal. <laughs> yes, Normal, Illinois. <laughs> hmm. I like that one. That one's really good. It's got just the right amount of sweetness to kind of balance out that sour. That, that sounds delightful, actually. <laughs> it it is. It's been my favorite of their uh, wild series sours because it, it really does. It, it's like a really tart piece of key lime pie, and it really does nail the key lime pie afterwards. So, although my dad still has declared it the worst beer he's ever had, so <laughs> I actually almost picked up a few more of those when I was at Willikers the other day, but I ended up getting uh, some other ones that I'll have later on in the show here. So. A tease. Mm. This is a beer tastes nothing mm. like bush light. <laughs> and if you want to know, there's a few Iowans that might be upset with that. But. More than people in Iowa. Uh, mm. the, the bush stream flows there's, everywhere. There's a, a few bowl game venues that, uh, well, whether they be down in Texas or Florida, that. Uh, I think there is one also in Memphis that uh, I remember the Memphis location where every single bar in the area severely underestimated the amount of bush light that the fans from Iowa were going to drink. And they sold out even before the game happened. It's kind of one, one of their, their claims to fame is this, how, how much bush light the, the, the Iowans drink. So it's okay. I'd also like to point out that if you want to find out where the top 10 beers rank on a list on the internet and our choices comparatively, join us a few episodes back right here on Beer Blues and BS. Brewboy, what do you got in uh, the cup tonight? Well, this has my... Uh my water since i'm just taking it easy tonight but i do have uh, some leftovers from the holidays i've got the amsterdam's finest heineken so going with the premium lager three simple ingredients goes down crisp and clean so don't i'm kind of working my way through all the stuff that we brought home from from the holidays and uh bought before the holidays so that's why i don't have anything uh too crazy sour or sweet right now, but promise they have something better for the next show. So but. that's water, Everclear, and skunk butt, right? Those are the three ingredients. <laughs> well, you don't like a Heineken there, Mark? I've never had one that I've really enjoyed. They're either <clears throat> Maybe they're out or of date. they just suck. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because I at the local grocery store, I went to go buy a German Pilsner one time. Oh yeah! Brought it home. There was just a four four pack of sixteen ounce cans. Opened it up and it did not taste as it normally did. I look at the bottom of the can once I'm done with it and realize that it's over a year old because the best buy date was a month or two beyond the date on the can. So I went back and looked at the remaining two of the same selection in the cooler and they were also more than a year old so i told the guy i'm like i'm sure you don't sell a lot of these but i like having it every now and then it'd be nice if you kept it up to date and he's like oh i'm so sorry and so that's right you take it personally 
<laughs> yeah, he gave me a coupon for like $5 off a, a selection because they have a punch card system where if you buy five craft beers, you get $5 off your next four or six packs. So it's incentivizing their return customers. So he's like, yeah, let me punch up a card for you. You can use it next time. So Sounds like fraud. Surprised you didn't just <laughs> refund you everything. Oh, I, I didn't want to make a stink out of it, even though the beer was... Because that already came from the beer. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Brother Nico, you sipping on something? little peaty tonight? Hello. Uh, not peaty, per se. Uh, it is slightly smoky, though. Ooh. I am enjoying an eight-year-old Dewar's uh, scotch that was been double finished and the second finish was in uh mezcal casks so it has uh received a little bit of the smokiness of a mezcal uh added to it so it is it is tasty kind of smooth and smoky sultry like your your voice right now it is with a little bit of caramel mm. i do enjoy that howie blues what about you you got something something tasty on the line I uh I do I do and it actually is from the local geek because I've been saving this until he came back on the show. Anybody who is a longtime follower of the show, you know uh, that my favorite beer of all time is Kettle House Brewing Company's Cold Smoke. Well, the local geek happened to bring me their Mexican Stout 2022. Uh, yeah, it's an imperial stout with cocoa nibs, cinnamon, and habanero pepper has tasting notes such as spicy, sweet, and robust, 10% alcohol by volume. And then it has uh, this description. Survival is about having the right gear, a positive mindset, and surrounding yourself with good people. We teamed up with our friends and blade makers at Missoula's own Zombie Tools to create something sturdy, robust, and flavorful to help prepare us all for the long Montana winter. So, uh, he was nice enough to share this with me, and uh, looking forward to giving it a try. Hmm. I think I can pick up on the old uh, smell test. Huh. Well, you can definitely taste the uh, the chocolate right off the bat, and it definitely has that heat of the habanero. But uh, hey, you can run like the uh, the packet chips that we were talking about a couple episodes ago. Uh, it actually it's a nice like flavor. It's not just heat for heat's sake. So yeah, I actually yeah, really uh, think it would one. taste. You think it would taste any different if you were to pour it into a glass and let it uh, kind of let the flavors do their thing and maybe give your nose a little better shot at smelling the uh, the flavor? But just an idea. Yeah. It, it's a possibility. It is a possibility. Um, which, if I ever get my hands on this again, I'll have to give that a try. But uh, we'll stick with the can Lord tonight. Be, yeah. Stir up whatever's at the bottom. Should there be any sediment or anything, you get a lot of times with those chocolatey eels. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Kinner, before we jump over to you, uh, our last guest is finally back. So allow me ladies and gentlemen, to introduce the last person who is joining this humongous episode coming to us live from the Cookie Gnome Palace. It is the 
trolling minister of the <laughs> I got him of the triple B. Big D's back. Why? I don't know. Apparently he likes this punishment, but Big D, how are you doing tonight? What's up, no muncher? <laughs> chomp chomp. Nah, do it doing all right. Yes, I did. I, I come back for the punishment and uh stay for the beer. Um but uh yeah, the how am I how am I doing tonight? Uh well I'll we're in the middle of what's on tap, so let me uh just give you the, the cliff notes version. Uh what should have been a, a great uh visit with extended family. We were out in Oregon for three weeks. Unfortunately, every single one of us who were staying in the house, there were six of us in the house that we were staying at, to include Mrs. D and Little D, got the COVIDs for Christmas. Uh, and Little D tested positive on Tuesday, and we, f- we were supposed to fly yesterday. Little D and Mrs. D are in Oregon, um, and they were calling doing bedtime, so that's why I had to step away right as we started uh, uh, the, the call. So we were doing bedtime. Uh, so now I'm uh, in back in Grand Forks with no adult supervision for the next few weeks. So truthfully, uh, that's anyway. why you wanted to be on the show is because you had nothing else to do. And I'm still technically supposed to, uh, well, I'm not quarantined anymore, but I'm still supposed to be socially responsible and mask everywhere for the next three days now uh so i'm just gonna kind of lay low snow blow my driveway clean the house and uh i've done none of that today so i'm like joining these guys so what's on tap uh passing choice. through GPA, passing through minneapolis yesterday uh picked up something down there brought it up here uh from the indeed brewing company it's the honey uh noir mexican or mexican honey noir because i'm dyslexic now uh american style dark lager uh, does not have a, a fancy story on the can, but it does have 5.9% uh, alcohol by volume, and it is one pint. And keep this uh, keep this quick so it doesn't drag on. I don't smell any honey. It's already been dragging. Don't worry. No. I don't even taste the honey. It, it tastes fine. I just don't taste any honey. It tastes a little bit of, a little bit of caramel going on, but no honey. Well, you did just have the vid, so. <laughs> and I did lose my taste for uh, about thirty-six hours, and that just pissed me off because Big D loves food, and uh, yeah, Big D could not taste food. What so. what changed with your your taste buds? What uh, what didn't taste good that normally did? Uh, it, it, nothing tasted like anything. So, uh-huh. um, uh, like I I remember having the the, the one that jumps out is uh, I had uh, some kombucha from whatever brand and it was I don't even remember the name. There wasn't like like a fruity name like strawberry or anything. It was it was something that was supposed to taste kind of fruity, and it tasted like uh, your ordinary flavorless. Uh, uh, mineral water, or, uh, bubbly water, which I happen to like, but when I'm expecting kombucha, that sad day. So yeah, eggs taste like nothing. Uh, basically everything I ate that day tasted like nothing. Didn't last very long though. Thank God. So yay, Rona. I'm glad you're on the mend. Thank you. I, 
I got very mild symptoms. Um, so, uh, it actually, yeah, most of the, most of that cleared up pretty, pretty fast, relatively speaking compared to, you know, get a cold or a flu, it hangs around for a little while. This actually got through pretty quickly. So I'm grateful for that. And finally, the person on this call who most likely needs a drink, Kidder! What you having? Yeah. <clears throat> well, this one's courtesy of <clears throat> Local Geek and uh, his friend. It's another Idaho beer. This one from the McCall Brewing Company. It's a Mackinac Red. Look at that thing. Oh, yes. There it is. Mm -hmm. Right there. Courtesy of Local Geek. Just for you. So uh, we got the McCallBrew.com. And it's a Mackinac Red Amber Ale. It's brewed in McCall, Idaho, in the United States of America. This amber-colored American Red Ale, a local favorite, is one of our mainstay multi-beverages. Lightly hopped with caramel flavors sets this clean drinking ale apart. Quaff one. what it actually says on the side uh 12 fluid ounces 4.95 percent alcohol by volume just couldn't make it to that five percent just there it's not like brewers to round up at all mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. local geek you you do any rounding when you're calculating your alcohol by volume or is it just a yeah it's about that I uh, I figure out exactly what it is, and then usually when I bring it on the show, I say it's right around four and a half or five, so I'll round it for those purposes. But if you wanted uh, to know, I could give you the exact to two decimal places. I, I think we might need three, because <laughs> clearly these guys in Idaho, they've got their process down. So now we need to step it up a notch in the local geek brewing. So nice uh, scent to it. You smell the the caramelly notes in there, which is nice. And it's got a nice kind of golden color to it in the top of the can. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Did you uh, share any of those Idaho ones with Howard or haven't seen him drink any yet? They, they finally made it over there. It's like a, a New Year gift. <laughs> because yes, I got him New Year's things. Day. Suppose he gave you the IPA, huh? Uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't look at them very closely, but I did notice I got the death by coconut. So gross. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't having that crap. <laughs> Get that garbage out of here. Yeah, I'm a coconut fan, but coconut plus beer just sounds like a, a horrible day. If you like oh. coconut, it's not a terrible beer, but it's not a great beer. <laughs> it, and here, Big D, I was hoping you were volunteering to take that one off my hands, you know, and take the hit for me. We'll but, overnight uh, that some bitch up to you. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know what? In fact, I, I would drive it to you, put it on your doorstep, and make sure that you pick it up. Well... I would I've give never... it to you and give you a hug, but you know, you 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 had to go down and drink some Mexican beer. So clearly, we can't we can't hug or shake hands. 
Oh no, this is from the Indeed Brewing Company in Minneapolis. So <laughs> Yeah, I know. I haven't slept. <laughs> but where are we going? I, I I wouldn't be opposed to that because it um if there's if there's to be a uh a less than stellar beer going in my face, my only rule is I don't pay for it. That that's how I that's the only time I have Miller, Bud, somebody else buys it for me. I like that rule. That's uh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, that's the only way I get stuck with Miller. Ugh. Or death by coconut. <laughs> I didn't get stuck with that. That's, that's not coming back into the house ever. <laughs> I don't know. You should do an experiment and see if it uh, acts as a good de-icer for the sidewalks or something. You just see if it has another purpose. I, I think it was pretty low alcohol, if I remember right. Like four-ish percent. <laughs> There you go, Howard. That's, for your inner colon. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you really need. You've had a couple bouts of of sickness. Suck down I, that can I, and let it blow <laughs> blow it all out your ass. I, I was going to say, get her Royal Rumble's coming up. That can could make its way back to your house. If it does, things will happen. The Brotherhood of the Traveling Coconut Can. <laughs> See, at least Nico and I had had the thing with a five dollar bill. I mean that that's funny. <laughs> a crappy can of beer. <laughs> that's just lame. There you go. <laughs> I don't know that you've ever told that uh, story on the uh, podcast, there, Kidder. So no time like the present. <laughs> oh, well, it's not on the rundown. How can we? How can we deviate such greatly? Okay, listen. You know that the rundown is just a you know thing to kind of help us get to uh, through the show without pauses. It's not like it's some strict document that we follow. We we've, done we've had a couple of shows out on the deck here, Mark, and we didn't even look at a rundown sheet. You can uh, you can cut next was one. next week's episode by a whole two minutes and thirty six seconds to to make up for it. <laughs> Of course, now that's basically the intro to this story that's going to last all of 30 seconds, so we'll see. <laughs> right. This story's now got more buildup than it really needs. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I, I probably shouldn't start out telling it. Nico should probably start telling it. Uh, no, that's fine. Because <laughs> to be honest, I don't know where to begin. <laughs> I was trying to remember the exact start of where it happened because it went on for so long. I don't know. I don't know where it started. Uh, it was a $5 bill, a nice crisp fiber. You know, you you get the crisp corners and, and just nice crisp bill. It's like a fresh fiber. And uh, I think I paid for lunch or he, he paid for lunch and it was like five bucks. And I'm like, here, you need it. And, and or he said, here, you need it. And anyway, we're like, no, no, it's fine. And so then, I moved from Grand Forks down here because for a good six to 12 months back and forth between our apartments, this fiber was getting hid in various places when one of us was at the other's apartment in like DVD or game cases under lamp posts in chairs. And, and it would be something um, where it, and I don't have my wallet down here, but, Let's just say that, uh, you know, this, this is the, the, uh, fiber, right? So 
you have uh, like a magazine or something and and it's just it's just peeking out <laughs> just enough where if you're looking for it you can see the edge of the fiber and and that's really where it started and then oh look at that crisp fiber right there <laughs> there you go <laughs> what up abe and here is the uh the actual one <laughs> it's definitely more crisp than mine so i give you with, with the trifold <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask who who had it right uh, now. yeah i i I don't know. I have a five. You probably have a five, Mark. I think at one point we both just started giving fives. So <laughs> we, oh, hell, uh, when, when like both of us die, our our families left over going to be going through random things. Like, what the hell is this five dollar bill? Oh, I found one too in this whatever. Like, who keeps putting five dollar bills in things? Like, ah, you're welcome. <laughs> It'll be like we always kept the big bills on the outside of his billfold. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, yeah, it and then it after Nico moved down south to the Nebraska way, then it, it would show up in our present as we would mail them back and forth. Or when I'd come to visit, like in his apartment in Omaha, <laughs> I Stick it under one of my Legos. Bring it down and, and just hide it. Like it's just sitting in the uh in the Millennium Falcon or something like that. <clears throat> or uh what what was the really good one? Uh you have one of the like taxiway lights that I just stick it in there or something like that. I yeah, and then I think I stuck one when you were in your apartment under behind one of the Sioux signs so you could just see it if you looked through the eye or whatever. <laughs> yep. yep. It was good. Got that one, you know, before anything got taken down. But we've had our fun with the fibers over the years. And I I don't think I have any of the photos because I know a couple weeks after I was there, you found one and sent me a picture that you finally found it. And you were like, oh, that was a good one. So have fun with your friends. Stick money, random places in their house or apartment. Have fun with it. Just not in their G-string. Been there, done that. On a, on a fun kind of similar side story, uh, you know, I, I used to live with uh, Kidder in the apartment. I slept on the couch. And... Uh, after that, every time I would come back to Grand Forks or see him, uh, Kidder would feel the need to have saved up every piece of mail that he got to, uh, you know, that was just to like resident or current resident or anything like that. And he would just save it up. And when I'd show up, he'd be like, here, here's your mail. And he would give me this pile of junk mail. <laughs> I'd even find the stuff that people would just throw on the floor because they didn't want it or didn't want to throw it away. So it was just current resident. <laughs> so so then the uh, the fun part of that is the last time that I visited Kidder when he was in uh, Grand Forks, I was in Montana. He had one of these piles. It just so happens that uh, Rude Boy Kyle had a bunch of boxes there because Rude Boy Kyle lived in the same apartment for a while. And yeah, that, was, uh, that was a good time. All of that junk mail may have ended up in one of uh, Rude Boy Kyle's boxes. So oh, nice. you're welcome, Kyle. 
<laughs> you ever opened up one? Well, it was a heck of time. Then, yeah. Uh, yeah, now you know. Excellent. That was my first earned dollar right there. My first working dollar. <laughs> Courtesy of Bob Giggles. <laughs> <laughs> and a photo that he gave me at one point. So the best place for it, right there in the top corner. <laughs> My first working dollar. Well, to now get this show back on the track after I successfully derailed it. Uh, local Geek, I think you're the one who started this next topic of uh, what's brew. And I'm going to guess that you have a new thing that you're brewing. I don't yet, but oh. I uh, it is in the works. So uh, <clears throat> I'm going to be doing a collaboration beer with one of my friends in the near future when he gets back to town he's one of the lucky people that can work from anywhere in the world and his parents are snowbirds so he's down in arizona and california with them right now but he's planning to come back here in the next few weeks so we're gonna do a beer together we're gonna do a uh, black butte porter clone so the, the beer that was so skunky i didn't finish it on the show was that that one i thought it was a imperium peanut butter porter I, I thought it was, or maybe it was a long route peanut butter. Let's consult the sheet. It's good that the we have. documents do not lie. It was the Empyrean. At least that's what I wrote down. For licensing reasons, we can't call it that. Interesting, because I don't think it was an Empyrean. Uh, long route peanut butter porter is the full name of it, but Empyrean Brewing is who makes it. Ah, yes, <clears> you'd be correct. Okay. <laughs> good job, local geek. Of course he's correct. He actually this is, watches this show. <laughs> this is this is why we have the spreadsheet so that we can. I no longer have to remember all the beers I've had on this show. I was just going to say that he's our one viewer. So thank you, local <laughs> geek, for your determination and your viewership. Hey, there's always at least almost one more like before I get to watching it. So yes, it could be one of you guys, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's going to be a fun one. I think we're going to uh, do a ten gallon batch, so we'll each have a five gallon keg of it, and hopefully it'll turn out as nice good or close to at least what the uh, Deschutes beer is. Yeah, and uh, hey, you know, since uh, we, we, we were saying thanks for, you know, the spreadsheet and all of that work, uh, Gitter doesn't know about this, but I happen to get the local geek a bit of a thank you gift because he does keep up that spreadsheet and it's very helpful when I do the editing and things like that. So uh, I dropped that off with him when I dropped off this Wild Sour series, but I told him he couldn't open it until he was on the show. Hey, local geek, feel free to open what the box and uh see what you got there all right i've got it here so we'll, we'll pop her open and see what's in here they really got this uh sealed in the box good and now i see where you have it taped from when you verified that it looked like it was good <laughs> had to make sure oh that is awesome thank you it's the mm -hmm. very nice the name of the scottish ale that kidder and howard helped me brew oh very cool yeah, that was going to be like one of those YouTube plaques. Like I've collected data on one thousand <laughs> beers that you guys have. Been <laughs> <in the show. laughs> yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a metal sign, uh, partially because you know I figure you've been on the show enough, local geek. You need you need some set dressing, so it's a uh, just a kind of a <laughs> label esque design that I made of Burrow Grease, since that was the beer that we had on the show. Uh, <clears throat> One of the ones that attacked me and uh, and such. But here's the other thing, uh, Low Geek. I actually have graphics for all of the beer 
you've had on the show in a oh, similar really? style, except for one. And I, uh, the one that I haven't done is the mini DNA, but that's because that one seems too personal that I didn't want to just design that out <laughs> of my own mind. So, sure. uh, watch out for future, uh, uh, these graphics to appear. And I am planning on slowly changing the thumbnails of the episodes uh, that we have those on to include those graphics. So cool. So enjoy. I do have plenty of wall space behind me. So I, I, I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have plans to put sheetrock on that wall at some point instead of the pegboard. But yeah, until then, you know, there you go. Your very own, uh, you know, set of logos and such. Uh, so now I need to know which one do you want next. Ooh, I think I'd like to see the Chernaya Koshka next. I had a feeling, and um, <laughs> I will tell you that's my wife's favorite one. So watch for that nice. to come in a future episode. Abner O'Neill also would be a very cool one. That one turned out pretty because cool. I know you, I know you would have something cool for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo-hoo. <laughs> Woo-hoo. That's the best I got, man. I'm tired. <laughs> it's been a week. Rick Flair would be proud. Listen, I can't do the the Rick Flair woo. That's I'm not good at that. That's I'm totally a kidder enough. No, I just never been able to do that one. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Big deal probably backed me up on this. Maybe you just need a across the chest first. Maybe that'll get <laughs> you rolling. Wham! Or even just the lick first and then the slap. Yeah, straight across. Extra. Woo! So as I recall, we actually tried that, and Howard's reaction is usually, uh, uh, what the hell? What the hell? What the hell, man? Uh, yes, we do have that as a running gag, that one of us tries to woo-chop the other one, and then the other one has to say that, you know, what the hell. Which, I think I got you last, uh, Big D. Because I think I last did that at your wedding. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I got you when you came back. You, you did that, and somebody else swatted me in the ass. So a lot of things happened that day. For reference, I was not there. Just it, It's okay. Uh, you would have had... Uh, I don't know that you would have enjoyed yourself at that wedding, uh, Kidder. Um, I know was, there was no alcohol in or near the venue. I understand. However, there was no alcohol at your wedding, too. So not in the building anyway. That in the building and the ice cream floats. Just take my balloon animal to the car to get an ice cream float. <laughs> gonna, take, gonna take the string for a walk. <laughs> this is a really good party. This is great. You know that that, oh, for, that bartender feeling better. Oh. I was gonna say that bartender who was serving the floats had to wonder every time I kept coming. I'm like, "Yeah, can you uh, put Coke in this glass, but only like two thirds full?" It's like at the coffee shop when they ask if you want to leave room for cream. Yes, <laughs> I sure would. Extra third, please. I like a lot of cream. <laughs> Phrasing everything. It was one of those things. I was on a little bit of thin ice at Big D's uh, wedding because. Uh, it quickly got out the the whole mail truck story. So you know, I it, 
for that wedding, I was probably viewed as a little bit of a dangerous element. <laughs> Just and the funny part is that, and, and and that was my mom that would have given you the stink eye, and she had met you prior to that, but after the mail truck story. So I I don't understand what her ire was, but. Yeah. Sometimes just an uh, unfriendly reminder. I still get chills when I drive bats at a gas station, by the way. <laughs> As you I, I was going to say, uh, Big D, I, I, still, I still regret, and I should have done this, because um, at your wedding, for those who haven't heard this, at the wedding, uh, at the reception, they allowed anybody who wanted to to speak, and um, Mrs. D's whole family spoke and it was all like the same speech so it was always like i never thought that she was the type of girl to fall in love but then when we met big d we could understand you know you know it was always like we we met big d three days ago we understood why it was like that was that i was so tempted as a groomsman to get up there and, and put you know and, and just repeat the speech and just go i never thought she was the type to fall in love but three days ago, when I met Big D, I, uh, I yeah, I could see why it went. It had to be a groomsman. I mean, even I, I fell I, in love. <laughs> I would have paid you money for that. <laughs> that would have been I, awesome. I was, I was this close, but uh, yeah, I was already had enough heat from the mail truck story. I didn't, I didn't need added heat. Not that I would ever see these people again, but and not like <laughs> anything of it was true on either story. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I knew that that face was only a face that a mother could love. Oh, this is a wedding. Uh, <laughs> right. Good times. No, why they, they liked me so much is they thought I was going to... So Mrs. D was living in Germany and traveling around the world before well, before I started living in Germany myself. Um, and they thought that I was going to uh, kind of help her settle down and not do this international travel lifestyle little did they know how much we both enjoy living internationally and would continue to do so for the first eight years of our marriage because it had been you know a couple years at that point uh overseas so 10 years overseas and uh we finally came back and we're trying to go back um yeah the her family i think wasn't expecting that i think they've come to grips with it though or if so they or if not, I should say, then they haven't said anything. Well, they said a few things the past couple of weeks. Not nothing, nothing mean, but mm. try. I, I think the sugar coated, perhaps. So the, the background is I'm I'm actively trying to affect a move back overseas, and it looks like it's going to happen. Not for several months from now. Nothing's in nothing set in stone yet. This is just preamble, but um. Uh, there were there were certain family members who I think were trying to like. Are you sure you really want to do this? Is this the best thing for you? Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know, Big D. When you get that kind of pressure, what you should do is you should say uh, yes. And uh, hey, since we're talking about interesting things, uh, have you checked out this show, Beer Blues and BS? Here's the episode <laughs> I'm on, and I'm sure they'll stop talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I've I've given them a brief shout out to to people at work, um, but not any any family members yet. 
I forget what it was we were talking about. I know, something. I know my parents always enjoy listening and watching the uh, episodes that I'm featured on, so it gives them a little more insight as to our unique dynamic. <laughs> I was yeah. talking to I, I forget if it was a group chat or a one-on-one chat on um, an instant messaging platform we use um, at work, but one of I think one of my forecasters was talking about a storm that was. Um, rolling through North Dakota and they're like, Oh yeah. And they're, they're going to get nailed out in Bismarck. And I just responded with Bismarck, nothing but a bunch of beer blues and BS out there. <laughs> she didn't get it. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I've been trying, I, I try it every time. In fact, lefty's working nights this weekend. So every time that she complains, like, Oh man, I'm working nights. It's so hard to stay awake. I'm like, you know, it's a great way to stay awake. <clears throat> Just turn on your favorite episode of Beer Blues and BS. It's like no, <laughs> like come on, help help spread the love of this. Um, she even once had a had a student, you know, nurse following her, and that was one of her reasons. She's like, I can't listen to it because I have a student following me today. I'm like, you should introduce them. You know, it's like, hey, you know what the best thing to do when you're working as a nurse? Listen to Beer Blues and BS. Like, come on, help me spread the love here. She's way yeah. behind on episodes too, though. So, I see the minute I do that, they're going to stumble across the, the all the various uh, articles of clothing and random shit that you put the cookie picture on, and I will not live that down. So, box hey, 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 you should be thanking us. We have now set you up with Christmas gifts for next year. You send a shirt to all your family, maybe. What else did I put on there? Uh, pint glass. Uh, I mean, a, a pint glass to go with the triple B is just perfect. Goes with everything. I mean, you can get something just like this. The Beer Blues BS. Perfect pint glass right there. I, I think you also put his face on a shower curtain. If I'm yeah, not, uh, I think it was <laughs> the shower curtain. Yeah, probably. Uh, just go to BeerBluesBS.com and then click on merch and you'll see... The big D selection. It's too bad he's not making any noise because he kind of face palmed. He's got his face all over it. There's no face palming on the design, but there's definitely his face. It's a face for teachers. Isn't it about time you go get one of those old-fashioned with a, a big old heaping load of cherries in there, Kidder? <laughs> and that's why your face is on a shower. Don't get him started on cherries. Listen here, you damn SOB. That... That's why. That's why that face is on a shower curtain the size of the wall over here. And I'm out. I'm thirsty. Who else is thirsty? <laughs> oh, after that wonderful reminder that I'm on a shower curtain, it's time for part two. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'm with you there. <laughs> uh, I, mine is a whole pint, so I'm still working on this. Plus, this is my only uh, beer I'm drinking tonight since I'm solo parent this weekend. So, gotta keep my wits about me. In fact, I'm sitting here with a monitor. Kids are both sleeping. We're good. Oh, I thought it was something they needed you to blow in and just monitor your, <laughs> your intake. <That's... laughs> Zero, because he drinks so slow that it processes itself every sip. I don't know. This, uh, I mean, this is 10%, so that's a pretty heavy alcohol content. It's, an it. it's a 10% that sneaks up on you because you don't taste the alcohol. Yeah, it's uh, I'm feeling it already. So, um, but we should get to what's on tap round two because that's going to take a while with all of you. Um, again, I'm still working on this. So, Big D, go for it. 
Uh, I'm just thinking, Howard, uh, you should try some soju if you want to really experience, or, um, sorry, uh, local geek, you should try some soju if you really want to experience uh, sneaking up on. Um, and if you have never tried it before, tread carefully. Uh, I, I have not, and I have heard that about it. I, I would like to try it at some point. Yeah, you f***ing time warp. Without wanting to or meaning to, it happens. A friend told me. <laughs> uh, let's see <laughs> Big D, just, just before you get to your drink, listen, okay? If you're gonna fake swear, you might as well just say the damn word, because future Howard's gonna have to bleep it anyway. <laughs> so okay. you might as well get it in. So Fine, even, even Howard, the PG-rated version, you gotta bleep the PG-rated version? Yeah. yeah. We're trying to not swear because of YouTube and their bull that we're found to f with to get fucking rating. Well, maybe That's I'm trying to be one maintain the, the the family. Maybe I was going to give you the finger too for 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 the executives at Google and YouTube, but we already pay them per month, so we and you don't need to blur anything. It's more work. It's already blurred. <laughs> <laughs> You're blurred, local geek. You, you should pull down, pull down your damn uh, alcohol content in your beer. <laughs> I have to bleep the swearing. They want their diamond play button, people. <laughs> we, just, we just really want the show to rake even. <laughs> Wait, you guys are being paid? We're not asking. No. <laughs> you guys are getting a check? No, it's that new it. cryptocurrency. It's like, I can't believe it's not dollars. <laughs> Google credits. So yeah, moving right along. For, so you, you would ask what's on what's on tap for Big D. They're kind of thinking about just kind of it's kind of happened this way. Kidder and Howard, this is kind of for you both. Um, so this is 10.2%. So right up there with Howard. Um, it is cleared for takeoff. It is a triple IPA. I found this yesterday. I saw a triple and IPA smashed <laughs> together. And I'm like, I've never tried one before. Um, and let's see here. This is this is your captain speaking. I'm a lieutenant, but whatever. Uh, smoother than a Versace silk with a triplet of Strata, Talus, and Amarillo Cryo. Gone too soon, but not forgotten. Resi. I don't even know what this means. Um, so maybe uh, maybe somebody had a, a few sips of this when they were writing that little narrative. This is from where's this from? Blackstack Brewing. I don't know where they're from. Oh, St. Paul, Minnesota. Cool. I know that address. Shoot. It's like two miles from where I grew up. Oh, the Twin Cities. Well, no, the street. Oh. They even yeah, use authentic, <laughs> correct FAA phraseology. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good. All righty. So, so this definitely kicks me right in the nose. Um, I like IPAs, but we'll, we'll see how this goes. I might actually switch over to Cater's Camp for the triple. It tastes like a double. So, oh wait, the aftertaste has a—that's a triple. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's lingering. I don't know. The taste is good. I'm questionable on the aftertaste. Uh, I like it though. Might take paint off my car, which might actually be an improvement. But, uh, yeah, cool. I'll give it a three. 
<clears throat> for uh, local geeks purposes, I, I give my beer there a four. That was a tasty beverage. I always forget sometimes come up with some random phrases and then it you know enters the comment phase. So glad that you have that IPA and I don't, but I don't know what's in there. Uh, who else is out? It, beer is in there, you clown. Uh, not just beer. I have liquor in there too. Calm down. <laughs> Rude boy, are you out? Are you going for round two? Uh, yeah, I gotta go. Uh, go find round two. So I'll return shortly. Well, he goes and finds round two. I just finished round two. And I'm gonna go ahead and go to round three. <laughs> round two was a Black Leg Ranch Copper Ale. Local geeks getting lit. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel gypped not having heard what round two was for you over there. Yeah, I, I figured I'd do them both at once since I finished it. So. That's what happens um, when you leave and take a phone call. <laughs> Black Lake Ranch is uh, out of Minokin. And they've got the little story on the side of the can here. It says, homesteaded in 1882, Black Lake Ranch is a sixth-generation family-operated cattle ranch home to abundant grasslands just off the mighty Missouri River. We pride ourselves in honoring our rich Western history and traditions of the past while working hard to regenerate and diversify our operation, creating opportunities and new traditions for future generations. Oh, it's Mackenzie, not Minokin. That was my mistake. And that one was the copper ale. This other one I've got here is their 1882 lager. Uh, looks like that one just got the same story on there. So that copper ale was a, a very good one. I'd probably give that like a three out of five. It's a little bit hoppy, but not overly. Well, let's see. Rude boy still digging. Uh Nico, really weird. He's up. He's walking around without what pants on. It's just strange. I mean, I guess it's his own house, but uh... <laughs> from our house to yours. Merry Christmas! <laughs> oh, he, he uh, poured it into the glass there. That's that's a lot of head there, local geek. Yeah, that one that one poured a little bit heady. This one's a the lager here is it's really smooth. It's a little bit sweet. All right, round two for me is on tap. I have uh, a Bar Hill Gin. It is crafted in Vermont. And uh, the label indicates made with juniper and raw honey. I've had a couple of very small family-oriented businesses. Uh, I got this as a gift for uh, the holidays. And uh, they gifted me a couple of... Uh, one was a, uh, a smoked maple syrup flavored old-fashioned mixer and the other was a barrel hill or bar hill gin um i added a just a splash of cranberry to it so gin and juice my friends um, is the uh, other one also a vermont with the maple syrup or yeah yeah i can actually go grab it out of the fridge real quick if uh Give me just one second. Ah, I shouldn't have said anything. We could have just sat and watched him without his pants on. 
And Howard really would have some uh, some blurring and bleeping. Maybe, Maybe that's just how we get viewers. I don't know. Try and experimental things on this show. <laughs> Try and get some viewership. <laughs> Help us. So yeah, this you. is a. Uh, oh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, but yeah, this no, is. Oh uh, <laughs> well, yeah, this is uh, by the company called Runamuck. Uh, they make a uh, maple cocktail syrup. So that goes with uh, just about whatever you want to make it with. Very, very smoky on the initial taste, but it mellows out over time. Uh, goes well with uh, almost any whiskey. But yeah, premium maple, no refined sugars or additives. And it starts with their organic pecan smoked wood maple syrup. Add cherry juice and a proprietary blend of spices. But that is very delicious with uh, whiskeys or bourbons. Blends really well. And uh, it, especially if you like uh, a smoked cocktail taste, it uh, goes down easy. So Nice. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the episode a while back that I was on, but I've got a friend from Vermont that brought some beers over for me. And when he came, not this past summer, but the summer before, he brought a maple syrup whiskey that was really good. Okay, excellent. Yeah, my uh, my sister and brother-in-law just bought a uh, property not too far from a popular ski hill, and they've kind of been roaming around and experiencing the uh, the local culture because they've lived in Maryland for the past ten or so years. So different feel, different uh, different kind of taste to uh, the things, but uh, even this Bar Hill Gin. Uh, bottle i'm pretty sure was sealed with uh well, probably a combination of the wax and the honey it had the, the plastic seal on the outside but even the the cork cap on the outside has that sticky feel to it that make sure it's it's kind of the, the the sampler size gin bottle so it's it's nothing too big but it's got a a, a very mellow taste but it blends well with the uh, orange juice or uh, even a tonic so Nice. Yeah, I, the run amok cocktail syrup right there is uh, it goes uh, goes well with your your whiskeys or bourbons. Gives a, a very heavy smoke taste on initial taste, but it uh, like I said, it mellows out over time and mixes up really well. Both from Sounds Vermont. To me. So thank you, you Dan and the, Joe, brother and sister. We tried the Glenda Lock. I have. In fact, they're all gone. <laughs> it tasted that good. Jeebus. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. But I still have the uh, the bottles. Yeah, I, I just finished the last one uh, yesterday. Is that Timely. how? Uh, I, I was I was reading the label and I was trying to imagine to myself how you would pronounce that brand name. Is it's Glenda Lock and my correct. My initial thought was it was Glenda Low or Glenda Loch. Not theirs because it's Irish. Irish. Well, it's a loch. Translated to loch. And yes. uh, if you want to know more about the Glenda Loch spirits, you can watch a few episodes back when I talk about the taste testing that I got to experience right here in Bismarck Mandan at a classy, tasty place. Thomas and Moriarty's. Fantastic. All right. Uh, this second beverage, also courtesy of Local Geek, 
and his Idaho friend. This here is Idaho sexy. Oh, so sexy. Uh, Huckleberry Wheat from the Radio Brewing Company in Kellogg, Idaho. You can find them at radiobrewingcompany.com. It's 12 fluid ounces. Alcohol is 5% by volume. Uh, government warning. Nobody needs to pay attention to that. But there, there you go. There's the super sexy Idaho. Yeah. So we'll see how wheaty this is and hopefully non-hoppy. Because, you know, a wheat and hops. Oh, she's a little frothy. Got some head on the top. Very sexy. Hmm. Smells a bit fruity, oddly enough. Yeah, there's there's some um, sour and like blueberry mixed in with this wheat. Like that, it, that's an interesting taste. Hmm. Uh, initial the taste, I'll give it a three. So, um, topic three. <laughs> three with a smile and refuses to elaborate. <laughs> it's not my topic. Well, we're it's your topic, not my topic. I'm not here to talk about transition. So it's been a while since we've checked in with everybody. Uh, so thought we'd talk about what we're watching. Um, one thing I wanted to point out, I, I was shocked to learn this uh, just last night, um, but uh, comedian Bill Engvall is retiring. I, I don't know if you guys are familiar or seen a lot of his stuff, um, but I know I listened to a lot of Bill Engvall's uh, comedy even before he was on the Blue Collar Comedy Tour, um, which is probably where he got his big swing. But the guy's been doing comedy for like 42 years uh successfully and so um it was, I was kind of shocked to hear but yeah he's uh about to do his last show and then retire and uh spend time with his grandkids so i was kind of surprised to hear that it was kind of a it was also interesting because i saw it on a video and they it was him kind of saying thank you to all of his fans throughout the years and boy it like i hadn't seen him in a while and yep he He's lost some weight. He's gone gray. It's like, oh boy, yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> <old>. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but otherwise, I'll I'll get to what here's I was talking about a little bit. Yep, here's your sign. Is a big one. Mm -hmm. Do enjoy the billing vol. Well, I really haven't had a whole lot of time to watch anything else uh, than. Like Raw, WWE Raw, and uh, AEW Dynamite. And this week was the premiere of the new era of Dynamite. What does that mean? Uh, not a whole lot in terms of change, but I think they, uh, number one, got better cameras because the picture quality is better in the broadcast. Number two, they got a better lighting array. And number three, a new set with a lot more uh, LEDs and new graphics package. So all in all, I think it is an upgrade. Uh, 
I think it's more like WWE now. So there's that. But it's not too bad. So give that a thumbs up. Always been a fan of the LEDs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially the the Lindsay Sixes and the Slim Moises. Those are good classic LEDs. The LED fixtures. Uh, other than that, the other thing to note that I didn't know at the time last week is Charlotte Flair, as she returned, has new theme music. If you have not had a chance to listen to it yet, it's still along the lines of Ric Flair's music and her version of uh, the theme song. But <clears throat> it's it's um it's okay. I prefer her last theme much better. If I had to pick, uh, other than that, I've been playing. Star Trek Online and Battlefield 2042. Trying to get Rude Boy Kyle, who once again disappeared, and Bob Eagles to join me in the online massacre. But meh. anybody else been watching anything interesting, new, different? Same old, same old. I'm uh, finally getting around uh, to watching the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power series that's on Amazon right now. So about halfway mm-hmm. through that and thoroughly enjoying it. But it's they're longer episodes, hour, hour 15. So it's it's a good commitment of time. But I enjoy when I can take the time to sit down. And you like those so far? I haven't had a chance to watch them, but uh, I, I do. To yeah, watch it's, yeah uh, it's, it's neat uh, as far as the time period and... Uh, when things are taking place, I really don't know where it's going. <laughs> so excited to see where that is. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, the other series I've kind of been watching here off and on, I just discovered, even though it's been out forever, I feel like is the, the sitcom Superstore um, on the Peacock channel. Oh, such a great show. Yeah, it's I just started Man. watching it maybe a month or so, a month and a half ago, and I'm I'm really getting into it. So I think I'm yeah. on season three. I remember hearing yeah, about a- it. Because who who's in that again? It's like Jessica Simpson, right? No, that that was a movie. That was a movie with yeah. Dane Cook. Yeah, yeah. you're thinking of now. There's, yeah. I don't uh, think anyone was previously famous before the show. You can employee of the year. That's yeah. right. That that's what that one was. Yeah, but yeah. And, uh, I'd say Superstore. You have to enjoy the journey of getting to know the quirks of each employee, and I'd say it's. Uh, Kind of got the similar premise of humor that Employee of the Month has. It's it's good in its, in its own ways. It's like ha-ha funny or sarcastic funny. And I would say so far the biggest disappointment of what I've watched in recent history would be the blockbuster sitcom series on Netflix that was recently uh, canceled after one season. So shows how good it is. Netflix has canceled blockbuster for the second time. Mm. <laughs> Bam! Bob Giggles with the funnies. Thank you very much. He's going to pull out his blockbuster card next. <laughs> but no, seriously, that series was not worth my time, unfortunately, which stinks because it had a lot of big names in it. I saw the trailer for it, and I was I, I, I asked myself, why? Who would make this? And, and then I thought, okay, yeah, a video store 
last one, like last blockbuster, it's a name value and whatnot. Like it could be funny. And then as the trailer passed the twenty to thirty second point, I went, "This is stupid, and this is not going to last." Kind of like the remake of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Stupid garbage, absolute trash. I wish they'd never made the new version because it's crap. Watch the originals all on Paramount Plus. Yes, it's a cheap plug, and I wish they would pay me for saying that, promoting their network, because man, watch the original because the new one will never match up. Even press your luck and the remake of Whammy. That was way better. Whammy was awesome compared to the stupidity that they made with the new version of what the hell is happening on here? <laughs> Good God. Leave it alone, man. Both of you. You're playing grab ass in the background. Like, just get it over with. My big question with uh, the Legends remake is did they have the Shrine of the Silver Monkey still? They did. And. Bradley D. Baker was again the voice of Olmec, but they had some stupid lady as the host. And in like two episodes, uh, yeah, damn boomer, <laughs> going going crazy here. Today, hey, Dave, 20, 30 years ago, this is, this is crap. But so D. Bradley Baker voiced Olmec again. So that part was was awesome because. You still get the running through the temple in the shrine of the silver monkey, just like in the original. Like, awesome. But the lady host thing was terrible. Ah, Becca, okay, you got the temple. Like, shut Could up. Could have been hosted by Fran Drescher and been better. Like, <laughs> like uh, that would have made a com comedic value to the show. Yes. You have a point, Bob Giggles. That would have been good. But no, they had this lady. Crap. And then Kirk Fogg, the original host, they brought him into the show randomly hidden in the temple, like jumping out of the bushes, confirming our theory that the kids caught by the temple guards in the original show were taken back to Kirk Fogg's lair in the back and were never seen from again. And, and plus, they didn't win cool things like a trip to, to space camp or a Casio keyboard or rollerblades or uh, like ring pops or something. No, they got a chime gift card. Woo! <laughs> wow, I'm so glad I won this. Can I have the trip to space camp? No, sorry, you get this chime gift card. Great. What is chime? Great. That was exactly. That's the point. Is that like is a that PayPal like the... alternative? I, 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 I have no idea. I figured it was like chime like I have a ring and I can get a chime doorbell for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's supposedly No, that's that's the ring doorbell. No, it's going to chime because you know it's got to be 20% off so you don't get sued. Um, yeah. it, it's it's supposedly a refillable gift card of sorts, like a credit debit card that you can then refill and so it's like, like a Visa a, gift card. You just get a yeah, stupid. Get one of those. Like, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway. 
Well, the temple that they built was really cool. Like they spent a lot of money doing this. And then to have it just we could have come up with a better idea for this show. And they made the thing an hour long. It was crap. Get her. No. <laughs> no. No, Kidder. In fact, in fact, you know what? I got I got something to say. Well, <laughs> I don't know what he can see that. I just muted him. <laughs> Fortunately, I can unmute myself. Yeah, okay. This guy actually enjoyed it. I was, I was just going to say, well, this is, you know, you know, BS is in the title of the show, and, you know, we're certainly happy Living to hear up you. to the namesake. Yeah. And we're happy to hear your rant. There are therapists you can talk to. You got some anger. <laughs> I'll show you anger. <laughs> hey, speaking of anger and uh, breaking sports news. Uh, this just in John Tortorelli doesn't give a about the NHL all-star game. Yeah. Well, f- they, they tried so hard to make it more relevant and get people to watch the NHL All-Star game. It's become uh, a joke unto itself. So, um, I like the purple. I'll say the one good thing that they have brought back is the fan vote uh, for this year. So if you're going for that uh, aging feel-good vote for someone that uh, maybe doesn't have the skill but has the... Uh, nostalgia uh type of feel that you want to see i want to see so and so in this all-star game you're able to do that so i have to say i loved last year's all-star game where they had the floating platforms on the at the bellagio fountains and of course uh i think it was monique lamaru uh davidson or what uh monique former fighting sioux women's hockey player was in part of the competition, which I thought was awesome. Uh, Big right. D, anyway. you 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 put something under the uh, what are we watching? What are you up to? What you watching? And then so, deleted it. And then I put it back. <laughs> Shut up. He doesn't know what the <laughs> hell he's doing. How I does don't. this work? Where I'm am a meteorologist. I? I'm, I'm a meteorologist. Not knowing what I'm doing should be no surprise to you. Twenty um, <laughs> percent of the time, no. it's right every time. Mm-hmm. I got my magic eight ball and everything. Uh, no, so it's not really a not really a series, and I, I don't recall if I brought it up on the show before. So no time like the present. But there's um think back to you know early mid nineties. Did who here played Legends of Zelda: Link to the Past and or Super Metroid? Uh, me. <laughs> so somebody I don't know who I don't care who um found a way to merge the two games together and you can find them on on the youtubes under smz3 that do daily races because you know gamers and content producers put a whole bunch of stuff on there and just people racing um to complete both games they're they're linked up so four portals or four doors in each game will link to the other game and all the items within both games are randomized throughout both games you can find metroid items in uh zelda and vice versa um they usually run about three hours so i do not watch them in one sitting by any stretch you know it usually takes you know 
eight or nine. But um, you know, it is something that I can. There's always something new. So if I'm if I'm bored, I'll pull up one of those. I pulled up a few of those in the in the past couple of weeks when I was you know doing nothing because of COVID. So that's that's my that's my plug. <laughs> Have you I ever watched say, uh, the AGDQ marathons, awesome games done quick, or anything like that, Big D? Uh, so uh, stumbled across one when Little D was but a a mere ten pound ball of rage. Um, yes, is the short answer. But the the first one that I saw was some one of the producers or one of the content producers was doing a speed run of a swordless run found a way to glitch it of uh, a swordless run of legends of Zelda: link to the past ran through the entire game without a sword and that was that's, my uh, first introduction to that pretty impressive yeah i like i discovered it just a few years ago so i've been watching but the next one uh, actually starts on sunday the next speed racing event and goes for 24 hours a day for the next seven days so see and i've been watching uh some let um some streams of people's gameplay but i've been watching real-time strategy games and uh, I, I'm back to watching people play through uh, Warhammer Tor- Total War Three. Um, yeah, it's it, it, I don't know how familiar you guys are with it, but it's it's like real time strategy game to the like next level. It's it's so much more than like uh, other ones. Like if you've ever played like um, Command and Conquer, you know Red Alert and those. You know, where it's like, hey, here's the battlefield and here you're doing this. But here it has all of the things of like a civilization game tied into it. So you're, you know, controlling settlements and determining what's being built and building your armies and choosing so whether you actually... Age of Empires kind of set up or... Kind of. It, it's, it, it's a bit like Age of Empires, except what they've really done is they... There's kind of like two modes or two takes of the gameplay. The one is the, like the world map where you're moving your army around and attacking opposing people's settlements and things like that and controlling what your settlements build and all of those things. I mean, and it gets into like a ton of different stuff. Like it's, it's one of those, like I started watching it, trying to learn like how to play the game. And even now, like, especially with the different factions, they play so differently that it's just crazy. Um, But then the battles are all, um, you know, one army versus one army and it's on the battlefield and it's like something out of Lord of the Rings where it's, here's the massive army versus the massive army coming towards each other. And it's, it's actually kind of awesome and cinematic, you know, in a way. So Nice. And they've done it. I, I watch a lot of the Warhammer ones, which are set in uh, Games Workshop's uh, Warhammer World. So it's orcs and elves and dwarves. But they've also done this as historics. Uh, so you can go back and play as ancient empires like Rome. I think it was their first big one. And play as uh, the Roman Empire and, and grow that and such. But it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like your Command and Conquer meets Civilization and put it in there but that's what i've been watching um quite a bit of really i've gotten kind of hooked back into putting that on which this might be a great transition then into hey are we playing any interesting games or new games or different games and yes i'm skipping over whoever posted cherries into the run sheet which was probably big d who's trying to hide the evil smirk 
Yep. Got him. <laughs> but anyway, you guys playing anything <laughs> new, different, interesting in your t whatever time you have to game? I have not. <laughs> I started playing a game called Sail Forth. It's kind of an indie game. It's on multiple platforms. I'm playing it on the Switch right now. But um, if you picture Zelda Wind Waker graphics um, and you're on a ship and you literally sail around and you can battle and have your own fleet. Um, and it's based on just discovering different things within the world that you're set in. Um, and I don't know. I've played it for a few hours. It's starting to get a little repetitive now. So we'll see where it goes. But uh, that's it was a good buy for 20 bucks. Yeah, myself, uh, I've I've watched uh, a streamer over the past week and a half or so play uh, a game called Wrestling Empire. And uh, this game is uh, made by a single developer and publisher, just one guy, by M. Dickey. But uh, recent and all reviews are very and overwhelmingly positive on the Steam library uh it's something that you have multiple options to choose a wrestling career you can be a promoter you can choose an existing character of over up to uh, 350 opponents uh, keep in mind that this wrestling game does not have any uh, licensing through any current uh popular uh, wrestling promotions like WWE or anything. So a lot of the characters have similar resemblances or similar names to what the real world counterparts have. But there's there's 10 different rosters that they have, and you can either choose to build your own character. It's something that uh, a demo, a free demo is available to try out the game. It's, uh, it's something that for the people that really enjoy the the wrestling environment and you know wrestling game that have played WWE games before. If you don't necessarily want to go down the road of understanding and we'll say playing the wrestling uh, in terms of being a skill player, but enjoying the story, you enjoy just just the journey because it's something where you can build a wrestler up from just going from story, wrestling yeah. school. You can go from wrestling school to a, a low-level promotion that might get 50 or 100 people in the crowd, and you negotiate a contract that that pays you a few hundred bucks for every match, or you might become a heel or a face of one of these wrestling promotions. You don't need a high-powered PC to run it. Uh, it's it's something that I've I've enjoyed watching. I've played probably a couple hours of it. Over the past couple of days, uh, it's something that even even though I don't follow wrestling as as much as as Howard and Mark and others do, it's something that I've I've enjoyed that you can just create a character and it and it has a a semi open world environment that you can roam around and you interact with other characters and you can build your career through challenging or teaming up with these other characters. It's something that it, some people have may have been able to download the WWE games for free. That may have been a year or two old and you have maybe six months to play it online with multiplayer. But this offers uh, some different features and different interactions. Maybe doesn't focus on the technical aspect of wrestling as much, but you you really enjoy the, the story of, 
of how your character goes up and down throughout their career. And you can decide, Hey, I want to start back in 1999 and we'll, we'll make our way through. And so it's, it's, it's a fun game. I'd recommend it. Sounds interesting. I'll have to look at that one. Anyone else playing anything interesting, exciting, new, different game? Flashing lights had an update again. A little bit. Nobody cares. There. Howard in with the who ask haven't uh, played anything new yet but for Christmas I was gifted a copy of Betrayal at House on the Hill 3rd edition which I have played before and it's a great uh, rendition of the game they've changed a few of the rules to make it a little more streamlined from the 1st and 2nd editions Um, the game itself the core game is still the same where you build the house and uh, somebody ends up being a traitor that you need to avoid, but um, they've changed it so that there's a backstory for why you're at the house. There's six different scenarios. One of them being like you're looking to buy the house. You're there with a realtor. Another is that you have a friend who got lost at the house. I can't remember what the others are off the top of my head, but hmm. it's a, a nice way to make sure that you don't trigger the same scenario in the same night, which is unlikely in the first place, but it, it is possible in the original couple renditions of the game well speaking of new stuff uh hey kidder i saw that there's some new uh star trek merch out there hell yeah don't know if you uh if you saw this or if you're interested in this or if you have the uh the four hundred dollars that this is going for well that's all yeah but uh from here four hundred Four hundred dollars. Uh, you too could own Mister Bigglesworth. Your very own Lionel Star Trek electric O gauge model train set with remote and Bluetooth capabilities, based on Star Trek: The Next Generation. Choo choo. Yeah. skis and it's twenty percent off. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's mm-hmm. see, see. Look at this. Look at that. The fine starch and, and it's trick next generation oriented. That's the Enterprise D, everybody. So, other than slapping some, yeah, let's see some Enterprise artwork on there, what the hell does this have to do with Star Trek? See, well, well look, see, that's, see, that, it's even that's, got a kind of shoehorn in there. Yeah. There's a hollow deck. Yeah. There's you're you're not answering my question there, Howie. Is other than slapping some Enterprise artwork, what does it have to do with Star Trek? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. This is for uh people who Okay, fair enough. People who uh, apparently like Star Trek and you know, electric trains. I I, I saw this. Kidder! You gonna get one? Gonna have a little uh, Star Trek train track going around your basement there? No, mm-hmm. I have to pay for this mm-hmm. show first. Around the Christmas tree. <laughs> around the well, here, here's my Christmas tree. So it's going to be a short loop. <laughs> Don't feel bad. I have the Charlie yeah, Brown Christmas tree up in my living room right now. I haven't watered it for three weeks because I was gone and a little it's drooping. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's see. Uh, this uh, set the includes page. the U.S. Yeah. Set includes the USS Enterprise, 
uh, FT diesel locomotive, 10 forward car, holodeck animated car, sick bay car, eight pieces of 036 curved fast track, two fast track, 10 inch straight pieces, track sections, one Lionel chief fast track terminal section, one plug extend, expand play, power lock on section, a wall pack power supply, and the Lionel chief remote for locomotive. I think that's a big uh, set phasers to pass. I, I oh, agree good. with you. I just, I, I just, I really just wanted to pull it up and then ask Kidder if he was going to get one. So he's thinking about it. He is not impressed. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> I, I have to say, I rather enjoyed having this uh, bottle of the Chateau Picard uh, as seen on Star Trek Picard season two. And yes. Made at Chateau Picard in France, a 2019. Kidder, I, I do have to ask, because there was a little pre-show conversation about this, because uh, I put the new uh, Star Trek merch thing on the run sheet. Is that the Star Trek merch you thought it was? No. Because you, you made the good point of saying, like, well, maybe I've seen it already. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen, seen yeah. that one, so you're you're lucky. I haven't, <clears throat> haven't seen that one. Uh, no, the, there's a bunch of uh, uh, new figures and uh, action, uh, like, you know, toys that you can purchase now in new variants of phasers and ships and, the, like I said, the figures. So, mm-hmm. well, quite a variety available again. Hey, On uh, this date, eight years ago, you and I were hockeying up at the vfw for dickinson versus bismarck high school hockey just in case you're curious i wasn't but thanks for sharing yeah hey kidder you want a really quick hot take do it do it now uh m&ms they suck Really fast version. I haven't had M&M's in like years and I had some left at my house at Christmas. Those aren't good. I, I don't the original the ones. The original just bog standard M&M's. Are, are you used to a different taste of chocolate like a dark chocolate or like European style that uh, might have altered your taste? Ah, uh, you know, I'm just not really a sweets person to begin you have with. COVID yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> Better take a test. Asking for uh, a friend. Yeah, no, I just I haven't had them in a very long time, and I don't eat a lot of sweets to begin with. But yeah, we had a bowl of them at Christmas time, and I was like, oh, I haven't had M and M's in years. Plops them in my mouth, like these are terrible. I wonder I haven't had them in years, so. No, that's my hot take. If you disagree, you know, hey, there's a comment section down below. Please, somebody else put a comment besides Local Geek. You know, thanks, Local Geek, for your support. <laughs> we appreciate you. Number one fan. I try to have Number something to one say. Song. You got something to say, Kyle? Kyle, get yes. it going. Get yeah. it going. Uh, Come on. I, I'm the one who asked the questions. If somebody got something to say, but. Uh, have another drink uh, and then we'll ask. <laughs> <laughs> Round three. That's a story in itself. 
I, you know, it seems that I've been out for a little bit and the water is making my buzz disappear. So, yes, we need something else to drink. Who else is out? I'm empty. Cookie's <laughs> going to, to challenge me for the drunkest on the show. Hey, you're, well, you're still a drink behind, man. If, if, I, we're I not, know, but... if we're in a pause for the, the second that we maybe want to refill for round three, I will vouch for the uh, dog brew by Bush. It is a pork bone broth that's old in a six-pack a plastic top holder. You just pick it up if you have uh, four-legged four legged friends, not designed for human consumption. So, um, unfortunately, not not for humans, but if, if you do have dogs... Tastes like <laughs> I have not tasted it myself, even though it says not for human consumption. Let's see. It says on the bottom there, made for dogs. Um, uh, yeah, my boy Sterling has enjoyed it. You can pour it over some food or mix it into some water. Just let them uh, drink it straight right out of the bowl. Um yeah, I, I found it in the store before Christmas, and uh, something that uh, might be available by you. And I, I figured I'd I bring in the unique brew to uh, it's it's something that none of you guys can taste unless you uh, want to take the risk of tasting bone broth out of a can. So, so there was a restaurant in. I'll go for it. Oh, oh, oh. I, I was just wondering if the alcohol content is the same as a regular bush, so Sterling can also get lit. Tuned <laughs> well, <up. laughs> the thing is, is there's there's no alcohol in it. It's, there's there's a, a so it's like a regular bush. Here, here's the nutrition facts it's got uh crude protein, crude fat, crude fiber, and moisture. There's a the calorie <laughs> crudite. But uh, yeah, there's, yeah, there's 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 no alcohol in these cans, so it's it's safe for for pets and pets only. So I hope there's no hops either. Hops are poisonous to dogs. Yeah, there there's there's no hops. It's it just says on the top is pork bone broth. So it's it's uh it was sold right next to the alcohol section at the the local grocery store, but they uh, wildly increased and decreased the price depending on the demand so i thankfully bought some that uh caught it at i think it was about 10 bucks for a six pack so oh this is 40 percent off for your price <laughs> yeah. it's just yeah. marks like in the actual bush <laughs> it is probably tastes about the same so you can it add that to your uh your, your list of non-consumable brews for the excel spreadsheet if if, if you want to I can't get a reading. All I can say is that my, my dog Sterling enjoyed it. say so. it's uh, a bit rough? <laughs> rough, and uh, I'd say I made like, within an hour or two it's after like he consumed it, he went, oh! So. <laughs> he was losing, yeah. losing his doggy mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full moon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm, the full moon brew. What Big D? What did you have to say? Yeah. Oh, you I was, to was going to say you were you were just conjuring up memories of um. There was a when I was living in England, there was a uh, 
a pet-friendly pub that we uh, happened to go to in uh, Newcastle-upon-Tyne, which is uh, in the north, kind of near the border of Scotland. And they had, you could bring your, bring your dogs in and they could just hang out. Uh, and they had uh, a doggy section on the menu and among other things was a uh, doggy beer. I just brought back some funny memories. They also had a, uh, a burger there called The Bacon, which the description of it was the word bacon repeated 17 times and that was it. Uh, I did not get it, although I should have. But uh, yeah, no, just uh, bring you back some memories. That's all. It's bacon. bacon! Oh, no, it's not bacon. Oh, to be clear, the that was for humans. It's actual bacon. Humans don't know it's not bacon. <laughs> it's plant based. Crap. That, that's what, that's <laughs> when the net the later that night after you get tuned up, you end up burning down the restaurant. <laughs> Serve me plant based bacon. I'll show you. No, for the record, we are not planning arson on any any place that serves plant based bacon. One of them. I don't American even know if tourists it's in America. Go do it in Canada. Yeah, Come future on. Howard, leave that in there so we don't have to testify. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get me the hell out of St. Quentin. There's a Nickelback reference for you. All right, let's move this thing on before Howard jumps the shark even more. The Sharknado. Kater started it, so I uh, I poured myself my fourth beer. Woo! Damn. I'm, Local geek get tuned up. I'm going for the bison beer for uh, Black Lake Ranch again. Um, they did just make the trek down to Texas for the championship game, so it's kind of fitting. Leave him in Texas. Let's go SDSU. Yeah, <laughs> South Dakota. This there. one is a Vienna style lager. There you go, Howard. The one time when I say yes for to South Dakota, the inferior Dakota. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> local geek. <laughs> I I just had to. I'm sorry. It's all good. They uh they had two of them that were bison themed that I grabbed. I just grabbed all the ones that they had from Black Leg Ranch, except for the IPA because I'm not a fan of those. Um, so yeah, this one, um, it's not quite as sweet as the 1882 lager, but it's still pretty good. I think I like the 1882 better. Well, for what's on tap round three, God, it's yet. No, I was going to drink something non-alcoholic. So, Hey, I got some brisk there. I, I contributed to this what's on tap. There you go. We'll, we'll get that one and the, uh, the dog beer in the spreadsheet. So, <laughs> I expect a full write-up from uh, Sterling later, though. <laughs> okay. That, uh, it's, it's usually more of a... <laughs> but, yeah. Any other partakers of what's on tap round three? Well, I mean, I could. I got to run open and grab a corkscrew, but it's going to be a, a bottle of red blend. But Is this, uh, I think, uh, I don't know. Yes. Here we go. Number three. I've had this one on the show, I'm pretty sure. The Lift Bridge Brewing Company Farm Girl. Uh, uh, it's a lady. Uh, I don't know if you've had that one before, but I had it on the show once. Oh, well, if, if yes, if no, then maybe so. I will try this out. Because when chores are done, it's time for fun. With with the farm girl. All right. Uh, Golden Ale brewed with orange peel. 12 fluid ounces. Independently brewed. 
Uh, let's see. It is crafted and canned by Liftbridge Brewing Company in Stillwater, Minnesota. Liftbridgebrewery.com. That's why they have all the bridges at the top. The lift bridge right there. Look at that. Classic. There's no alcohol content listed on this <clears throat> can. So apparently there's no alcohol in it. So let's go for it, I guess, because what's it going to do? Get me drunk? Well, the last time I drank that one, there was farm girls floating around behind me on the background. So who knows? Hmm. I can either confirm or <laughs> deny that that happened. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be harder to do I that though once you orange. get that new sign up <laughs> <laughs> hmm. gotta say I'm not a fan it's it's uh, synthetic orange it seems kind of like orange uh, flavoring versus orange peel you know like in a true old-fashioned orange peel zest so initial thought i'm giving it mm, two to our final big topic of the night which i don't know how big it is but it's um huge. kind of stupid is really what it is uh <laughs> i i saw this i don't know if you saw it i know I know the local geeks saw it, uh, but the radio station Hot 97 at 5. Sure. Hot 97.5! You get upset when we, you know, name anybody else fully. Um, but anyway, uh, in their attempt to, I don't know, generate they tried content to hire me. Tent or <laughs> anything like that, uh, they put out some really kind of just awful like news stories and other posts and such. Uh, but one of their talent put out this uh, article called six of the sketchiest spots in Bismarck. Did you, uh, did you get a chance to see this kidder? I didn't look at it for more than a second and maybe check the comments to see what people were saying. And no, I did not click on the link to give them a metric. So don't click the link. Here's the list for your consumption or check the comments. On their list of sketchy places. So number one, Zana Park. And I am going to read the paragraphs because some of that is just ridiculous. But it says here, this is a park that when you see it, you keep on driving. For those not from Bismarck Mandan, you might not see why it is sketchy, but hang out there for about an hour and you will see some interesting characters doing, well, we don't know what they're doing, but it doesn't look good. You know, I would, I would agree that that's kind of a sketchy area, but I have a friend who plays Pokemon Go and uh, she actually had somebody open her car door at Kiwanis Park just south of Zonta Park and try to get in her car to solicit her for sex. But there's, there's the park itself. With absolutely no people in the picture. So, who knows why it's sketchy. Uh, two, which is, you'll see the picture first here. This lovely row of trees. And then, but the notorious East India row, uh, 
East Indiana row of trees, because we all know sketchy things come from Indiana. A row of trees <laughs> on the south. <laughs> I'm so glad that worked itself out, because, man, there's nothing like having it on the screen for us to just read, not even to just have to try and yeah. squirrely work it in. It just did it by itself. I will in your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> you can't make this up. Yeah. So a row of trees is known to be super sketch. In the summertime, you may find people sleeping amongst the trees. While walking on the sidewalk in front of the rows of trees, you will notice gang signs on light posts. You will also notice that this area is a graveyard for forgotten and abandoned shopping carts. If you're in the market, you're welcome. I have to say the right on this is terrible. Then I have to say the Hot 973 website the is a sketch place in Bismarck, Mandan area. Every every Everything you look at, there's, <laughs> hey, go to wide. Facebook, go to Facebook, log into this. Here's Ned. I, I would agree with you on that. Parte and Les Grupos on the right side. It's, here's a verbo. So, there's Comparte a los grupos in Pirate Pregunta e busca tu comunidad en Facebook groups. What kind of sites is out? What kind of sites is out? Are you going to suggested ads? Targeted everybody. That's a muy caliente. It's a spicy tamale. Uh, yeah, anyway. East Thayer, that's sketchy. Yeah, East Thayer, Thayer Avenue is number three. As you drive down East Thayer Avenue, you notice the sketchiness right around 21st uh, Street. Continue down and you will see a lot of people on foot. People stumble out of bars and other nearby establishments. And it's just not a place to spend a lot of time if you're alone. I do have to say, in defense of the 2200 block of East Thayer. There happens to be a great pet grooming place, i.e. the pet place grooming, located there, affiliated with one JS Gunslinger. So stop by there and have your pets treated right. Do they express no wins or do they do that at the vets? Yeah, next week. Uh... <laughs> We're going to South 2nd Street, uh, along South 2nd Street, and branching off to the several side streets leading Captain Jack's, you will notice people sitting in the grass, or even on the electrical boxes, totally normal. This is a popular hangout spot for some shady characters. There's rarely a time you won't see this. Can you just roll up slightly just so I can see the picture? Not a person in sight. <laughs> yeah. Those shady people. The interesting thing is the the building on the left side of that photo, which you may recognize as the remnants of a Pier 1 Imports building, that's been vacant for many years now since Pier 1 went uh, out of business uh, right before the uh, pandemic. But allegedly... And I say allegedly because I cannot personally confirm it, but Starbucks has apparently purchased that property and will turn it into a Starbucks, even though a mere three blocks away to the east 
There's another Starbucks. I've heard that rumor as well. Maybe they got into the export business now. I, I can say my employer was looking at that building and it didn't fit their needs. There were rumors that we were going in there at one point. Well, now we're today. Bismarck Expressway. Generally, I wouldn't want to walk along Expressway at night. The residential area furthest west tends to have quite a bit more crime than most neighborhoods. Most of us are well aware I would say, that man, the area man. is less than desirable <laughs> location to be. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, Howard, that one has a special place in your heart. That whole neighborhood. Washington and Expressway. Okay. That, that's where that photo is. Washington and Expressway. That, that has a special place in your heart. On a bike ride? No, not really. Hey, we're, we're jumping down uh, to South 12th Street in Michigan Avenue. Take a drive down the street, but never stroll. There's in the area several trailer parks. Some of those who live in them tend to bring quite a bit of crime to the neighborhood. Note to this any white one who may not live in a trailer park. If I'm not mistaken, someone was catching neighborhood cats with bear traps in this area. Bear traps! It sounds like a copy and paste from the neighborhood. Yeah, the list <laughs> of the is terrible. <laughs> um, oh, we're done. Yeah. I thought there's more because the page continues on forever. Uh, it then switches to an article about Bismarck's most expensive homes. And I had read that one. I read the Mandan one. And the Mandan one did not feel as much sketchy as the Bismarck one does. Like the places they listed in Mandan were not places that are known to be sketchy like the Bismarck one was. Yeah, that's because they had a lot of criticism for the Bismarck one. So when the author uh, of the Mandan one wrote it, which I'm... I'm I'm pulling up now, if it's not already up for you guys. Um, he decided to go with as sketchy as not like crime-filled or dangerous, but like places where you might want to draw something, like an actual physical sketch. Oh, I thought you were going to say draw a gun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the old yeah. Kmart. So we got things like Grand the... Forks. You got to make sure that you're always carrying when you go over in that area. <laughs> I wish they put like the the picture under the the listing, but yeah, n- number eight was the Haskett Station area, kind of over by the refinery. I'm gonna go through these a lot faster because, as I said, it wasn't quite as exciting. Yeah, they did the Missouri River Natural Area, Starry and Rink area. Although I do have to say this, they they put. Hands down, the best hockey rink in the area. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I disagree with that one. I it guess it depends what rink, you find it. But the seating is pretty bad. But, uh, not we have the Heart River Bridge area near Legion Park. Summer Drive area off of 1806. The view around the paddle trap. I mean, yeah, they went with like Places that are scenic, so it's just yeah, the hill off Mandan Avenue and the scenic view spot off of I ninety four. So anyway, nowhere near as interesting or exciting. Uh, which I guess the only way that we could save that is uh, hey, Big D. The last time you were on the show, you teased the uh, major announcement. I guess time we finally get that major announcement. Just watch. He's going to leave again. And, and he muted himself, too. Yep, he's leaving. 
we we can't even uh, see what you did because you muted yourself. <laughs> Which makes it even better. <laughs> well, there goes that. <laughs> so I was gonna be like, "Yeah, I'll leave, sure," and then throw this down and then walk off, and then the moment is the moment is gone. It is uh, seventy miles past. So my major announcement, which is completely not serious, it is completely frivolous. You know how you you call me the 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 minister of trolling on uh, beer blues and BS. I am I am announcing. I know that you've said Howard that you know the before the first time I was on here said no politics, no religion, but I got to get political on this one because I am announcing my. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, get the Gavron eyes on there. So, glory. So, I the the announcement was going to be a month ago um, that I was announcing my my candidacy for prime minister of trolling. Like I said, completely frivolous, and the moment is gone. Uh, they held the election already. Uh, I won, so yay me. Prime Minister trolling. Mm. And uh, on that disappointing bit of news, <laughs> Tinner, we've been talking for quite a while. <laughs> it's uh, it's time we wrap this thing up uh, with the usual cheap plugs. Although we should keep it short because we've been we, we really have been talking for quite a while. It's the cheap cheapest of cheap plugs since Howard apparently said we've been talking for a while. So first of all, beerbluesbs.com, our website. In cyberspace, the triple B home, beerbluesbs.com. On the website, you can buy us a beer. We would love if you would purchase a beer or even purchase a round because, as you can see, the characters in the show need vocal lubrication to make this thing happen. Help us out by buying us a beer or buying us a round at beerbluesbs.com. Second to that, it's your link in cyberspace to our links like Facebook, Instagram, and more. So on Facebook and Instagram, search Beer Blues BS or just type Facebook.com slash Beer Blues BS or Instagram.com slash Beer Blues BS. Please follow us. Please share the images and the shows, the, the comments. We'd love for you to comment on there too. Please help us help you by sharing the best content on the internet and that is the triple b beer blues and bs if i sit here and do this long enough maybe i can imprint it on your mind that you will visit us at beerbluesbs.com maybe if i position my fingers correctly and get the the brain waves going uh yeah rude boy's got it rude boy's got it his yeah, his hat's moving with the brain waves too. You can see it happening. It's got beerbluesbs.com. Again, Facebook and Instagram, please follow us, subscribe for free, like and all of the above and sharing is caring. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Other than that, well, we have the merch store on our website beerbluesbs.com. You can great get great merchandise like this pint glass or others like it. Uh, that one available for purchase at uh, beerbluesbs.com <clears throat> and uh, if you've been a fan of the show you'll know that we have other great designs such as kidder's perfect old-fashioned and 
Big D's face on the side of a pint glass. It's available in the merch store, beerloosebs.com. Uh, there, there's, there, there's all, no, there's no, uh, hand gestures available right now, <clears throat> but you can get the Bob giggles. Uh, can I have my money back shirt? There's also, uh, some other products that are related to rude boy, Kyle and Howie blues. And, and, and I mean, everything related to the local geek because they're pint glasses that you put beer in, which is tasty and course local geek gives us the tastiest so get a pint glass please and support the show because we get like a little bit of the revenue off of those and it helps us keep the show going beerbluesbs.com other than that i can say all the audio versions are available on all of the audio apps so if you have an account with an audio app like iHeartRadio, spotify pandora stitcher Tune in, IMDb, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, any of those, search the, the search button or the search feature on those apps or the websites for Beer, Blues, and BS. Please subscribe for free to be part of the show and take us with you even on your three-hour tour that should have only been a little over one and a half hours. We'll get you through all of that. And guess what? There's plenty of episodes to listen to, and they're all like two hours long. So, I mean, it's a trip to New York City and back, at least. So, please help us help you by keeping you entertained with the Beer, Blues, and BS podcast in the video version on YouTube or the audio version on all of the platforms. So, with that, that's a lot to digest, and you can do all of that at Beer Blues and BS. But let's let's make a quick round before we go. Nico, thanks for joining us. Thank you guys. Always a pleasure. All right. Rude boy Kyle. It's great to be here. Thank you guys for having me on the show, and we're uh anxiously waiting episode one hundred century mark it's felt about as long as it has been to get there uh big d from el forto grande uh i hate you both nothing but love that sounds awfully biased uh, <laughs> local geek yeah thanks guys for having me on again um soon i'll have new beer for you and uh, the Beer Blues oh, BS yeah. Pint Glass. Don't forget about the competition to get win one. Thanks, Local Can Geek, I win for one? throwing that out. Uh, you have to share and comment and be part of the show. Like, like the show on Facebook and share it and comment and, and tag us in it so then we know that you shared it because, you know, the Facebook and privacy and, and that sort of thing. So make your post public, tag us in it, and uh, Howard Blues kind of made up the rules as as he went. So uh, let's let's throw it past Howard the ref. What does he have to say? Uh, one, I think future Howard has already covered this at the beginning of the show, so that we can end this show because I got to go feed a baby and then sit up for twenty minutes. So, damn it, kidder, wrap this up. <laughs> Sorry, that one was my fault. <laughs> I know it's okay. <laughs> 
Excuses, excuses. All right, let's get the hell out of here. This is Beer Blues and BS. Thank all of you for joining us on this monumental 94th episode of the big show. Remember, keep your glass at least that full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we'll catch you on down that icy Tuscan Highway. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Beer Blues and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Wow. Somebody's been reading the same news articles I have. Because I just got down to that part of the run sheet where I put in something... And not only did somebody put in the web thing, but they also picked up the follow-up story, which I also had <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, I figured the links might be helpful just to reference them. I, I kid you not, Derek. I actually have all of the links in a separate document. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to give away the sketchiest places right off the bat. You know, that way I caught reactions. There you go. I haven't read the Bismarck one. I only read the Mandan one. So. Yeah, I haven't read the Mandan one yet. I just read the Bismarck one. But I was, <laughs> I saw the uh, the Mandan one tonight. And I was like, well, <laughs> we better be fair and cover both cities. <laughs> so we have to. Yes. I'll have to see if I can find one here for Des Moines. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we need to we need to really be fair about this. Also, um, in advance, I thought of names for tag teams, but as I am not a big wrestling fan, I have no idea if they're even funny. <laughs> so that should uh, be good. I don't, and uh, I have a. I might be partially afraid that maybe some of them actually reference actual good teams, or uh, maybe it was an actual tag team. So, it, meh. <laughs> it's all right. I pulled that topic <laughs> off the run sheet once I saw the guest list. I'm like, God, that the that's gonna be a whole like two hours in itself. So that that that. So you mean I didn't need to spend the last hour coming up with them? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll give you the ones I thought of. I'll save it for another show. (laughs) We could always do that, I suppose, too.